0: Welcome, 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 everybody to Jay's Corner. It's your boy Jay here today on this beautiful afternoon this month of April, 2021. Hope everybody's COVID-free or getting that vaccine or any other herbal mental remedies that you can take to get rid of that vaccine or to get rid of that fucking COVID. Knock that shit out. That's all we're trying to do is get back to normal. Make sure you wear your mask wash your hands. Fucking wash your hands. Just fucking wash your hands, man. So today, I'm talking to you guys about some of the police shootings that have been happening, specifically with Deontay Wright and some of the other ones that continue to go on. But um, honestly, this is actually a uh, shout-out to one of my friends. She actually mentioned about why, you know, there's been a lot of hoopla on the internet about some of these different protests, and more specifically about some of these police shootings that have been happening. So I just want to speak a little bit on one just because, you know, I definitely understand the need to post these videos but also understand the need for people to comment online and also understand the need for people to feel how they feel about it but i do want to talk a little bit more about that so um so one of the things uh one of my friends she actually is a good friend of mine teacher diehard fan of podcasts and just one of the dopest homies i know she was just talking about how there's a lot of white people that are kind of like we're saying about some of these police you know there's some narratives around these police shootings and specifically with Deontay Wright, how, you know, people are saying that, it was he just stayed, you know, still, he wouldn't have ran or whatnot, and he wouldn't have got shot. So if you don't know the backstory, Deontay Wright is a 20-year-old kid, black kid, light-skinned black kid, who uh, was pulled over by a female police officer, white woman, who mistaken her... Taser for a gun and accidentally shot him. But essentially the story goes before he was, you know, shot, he essentially tried to run away from police and that's what prompted her to pull out her gun, whatnot. Um uh, now, backstory I actually found out this this particular case, he actually had a warrant, which was for a Miss Zoom court date, which speaks really to some of the things I'm talking about in this call, but Um, we'll say that for later in the the episode, but, um, essentially, you know, the kid was shot, he died and, you know, unfortunately this is not, uh, normal, you know, I would say it's not normal for one, but it's definitely not unusual. And I think that's the thing that we're starting to see now. Now, another part of it is really starting to, I think, worry more the public versus like what's happening actually in police is the outcry from white people. A lot of times we're seeing white people online, either from fake bot accounts or, you know, from their accounts, or people that identify with very European or white supremacy ideals, basically talking shit about some of these black people that die in these instances as if, you know, you deserve to be shot by the police. And I think there's come to a point now where you think about this country and where we're headed. You know, are we a militarized state? do we give the benefit of doubt to the, the state or to the um, criminal or the defendant? Because it seems like we give the benefit of doubt to the state. And I think now we're getting to a point now, we really have to check that man. Um, and not even saying like, you know, these police shootings are, you know, the reason why, but listen, if if I can lie to you and if I count on, if I had a million dollars for every time I got pulled over, as a black man with two degrees, I'd be a millionaire right now. And I ain't talking about a, a, a millionaire, like I got one million, two million. I have at least five or six 7 million. Now, I do understand like some people that are my counterparts, like other races, may not have those experiences. And I just also understand that circumstances are very different if you, depending on the demographics you live in. Specifically, if you live in an urban area versus a rural area, you might be more inclined to get pulled over. But one thing i've noticed is regardless of all the disparities there's one thing that's inherently racist about police forces and they pull black people over at a very higher rate than any other race and more importantly they pull over non-white people at higher rates rates than they do white people and i think that's something that we need to talk about not only the people that are in the police force some of the the insecurities they have but also like what is the training around um I remember it was about 2021, 20, right? So back in 2018, uh, 2017, actually, I did this study where, you know, we were talking about some of the early police shootings then. This is like right after the 2 Man Rice and Trayvon Martin, so really, you know, analyzing those and I think Freddie Gray as well. But those killings were very much preventable. I mean, if you think about some of the reasons why these people were killed you know it's very much uh were minor offenses even like deontay right like he died because of a warrant that was for zoom and some miscourt date you know things that can be very much doesn't have to be punitive but we do have an issue with our judicial system where there's a lot of white people that are in positions of power and they just want to punish black people or black and brown people they want to punish poor people or or they just want to feel powerful and I think we really need to talk about more about that sense versus it being a black and white thing, because I do think that as much as this is overly racist, like, let's not let's not fucking call it, let's not miss that shit. It is, uh, shit is a duck, right? If it look like a duck, quack like a duck, smell like a duck, look like a duck, it's a fucking duck. And a lot of these cops are fucking racist. But we also understand some of these cops are fucking insecure. Some of these cops want to be military sergeants. Some of these cops want to be, either DEA agents, they wanna be do something other than a cop that beat the work before. So a lot of times some of these instances where they are in these peculiar situations, they were never really wanted to be there. And I think that's important when you think about someone that has a gun. I mean, I'm definitely trained to, to use a gun and I know a lot of people that are, you know, specialists with those type of weapons and they always tell you like if you don't know how to use a gun, the first time you pick it up, you're not gonna be ready. So what's happening in some of these police instances is that's the case. Just like in Game of Thrones, when they weren't training people to, to fight the, the border or fight over the wall, people are, these a lot of these police officers are not trained to handle these combat situations. And, and one thing I would say is, it's a lot different between handling a combat situation with a gun, without a gun, and understanding when you need to use a gun and when not to use a gun. Because I think that's what's happening. If anybody would tell you you know, uh, a man, uh, uh, it's the the scariest person to have a gun is a person that's scared, because it's so quick to pull the trigger. When you get the gun on the trigger, like any type of whether it's a rifle or a handgun, those triggers pull pretty quick. So even if you don't have as much power with for, to to handle the, the the recall from the gun, you can pull the trigger. So what what you're saying is a lot of these police instances is people that are getting intimidated. Um, feeling out of character, not properly trained, and they're, they're in response are, are acting off of fear. You know, I, I definitely understand because, you know, there's been many instances where I've been pulled over by white cops, black cops, whatever, and, and I must say I've had worse instances with black cops and white cops, depending on the case, depending on the county, depending on that, but I will say this, all cops in the sense of, I I, you can tell when a cop is scared. You can tell when a cop is fearful or when they especially if you're black. <laughs> you can tell when a cop is wary of black people. You can tell when they have unfortunately believed all the rhetoric or the stereotypes that they see on the TV and they're going for that in their first judgments. You can tell that, and unfortunately, for a lot of black people, you have to prepare them so that way they don't have to shoot you. Cause there've been plenty of times where, you know, I've been pulled over. You know, even I remember one time I was going to my mom's house. You know, I was driving her truck, it was a black truck tinted out windows this and that you know but they they thinking i'm I'm me fit the description the suspect stopped me at the door i was parked you know they're knocking the window with the gun tell me to get out the car but they finally realize i ain't the person so they keep looking and you know it's a it's a neighborhood that, that they might have found somebody that look like me so you know i'm not going to chance it but i wonder how many times this happens to someone that's white and i say that because i think that's where we're really getting to now you know Fuck all the, the probable cause and all that other stuff. Yeah, people do dumb shit. People do dumb shit. People run away from the cops. Unfortunately, sometimes cops all they, they are put in a position where they can shoot. But in this a lot of these particular cases, these cops don't have to shoot. These cops don't have to pull the trigger. These cops don't have to fuck. They only have to pull the person over. Like real talk. Sometimes these cops they, they are really just targeting. They're trying to meet quotas. They're trying to either meet quotas for themselves or quotas for their job. A lot of times these cops don't even like being police officers, which is a fucking worst thing. Which I really need to talk about if cops are actually good for these positions. Like, should they be on the force? Should they even be in these roles? Or are they just doing something because it gets them a paycheck, pension? There's a lot of things you can do, which a lot of areas people fuck up in too. But I do think that we need to talk about how these cops are being impacted on the kids How's it impacting communities, How's it impacting youth, because it comes to a point in time where people are just going to be, like, resistant to police, you know, we, we're getting to that point now where people are, like, looking at Red View and they see lights law along the side of the road, you see cops stopped over, pulling over, but it's going to get to a point in time where we're going to start seeing that more and more people are going to be reluctant to call cops, be dependable on cops, and that's, that's going to cut payroll, you know, unless there's a a government outcry and a million black people in the middle of the streets, police ain't gonna increase, you know. They are, I mean, you give, they give a lot of money to police budgets now, but a lot of times that money's going to different avenues, like weapons or, or, or guns or cars or guns. You know what I mean? Like, they're not really going to, like, the people' pensions and things like that. That's why a lot of these cops are doing crooked shit. You know, I don't want to go too much in these co- cops, crooked cops, but a lot of cops out here that's crooked. <laughs> like, crooked and castles, a lot cops out here is running castles of these police districts. And unfortunately, you know, it's not about color, but it is about ignorance. You know, we really need to train our cops not only to how to properly handle these guns, how to properly handle situations, but we also need to train them how to properly handle life. A lot of these guns out here, I mean, a lot of these cops out here, you know, there's crimes out here that they even tell you because they're under the they can't stop. But more importantly, because they're not organized, they can't handle it. So so we really need to find out how these police forces are being organized, for one. Two, how to get these fucking crooked cops off these unions and how these unions are going to cut that. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you. The only reason why unions are backing these cops are because there ain't that many cops. If we had more people that were trained to come into these police forces to push these cops out, to essentially where they outnumber these bad apples, they let their bad apples go. Listen, one thing about these systems are all they care about is the numbers and the bottom line. So the bottom line is, if they can get newer, cheaper labor that are coming in at double numbers, that that, that will save down. Instead of paying this 10-year, 20-year veteran that's been fucking up for 10, 20 years, a half a million. You know what I'm saying? Or 100K. You know, you can pay someone else 50, 60, 70K, pay two people, you get to adopt the number. You know what I'm saying? You might even have a little leftover bonuses, whatever. But the point I'm trying to say is, a lot of these cops, you know, as much as we want things to change, we also got to be changed ourselves. So, you know, I'm going to just say a few things to just different communities real quick. So, for definitely for um, communities of color, be vigilant. Um, You know the police forces are here to target you. You know that they're trying to get you to say whatever. So, don't engage. You know, sometimes they make you engage, but that's also why you have to have a good lawyer. That's why you have to have, have buddies with a good friend, someone that can, you know, I hate to say it, but somebody that can, if if shit hits the fan, can they help you? You need to have that. Um, white people have that, too. That's why a lot of times we don't see it because they're going through shit, too, but they get out of it. So so all the black and brown people, make sure that you understand, like, how the law works. Um, just understand their ignorance. Other law is not a defense. And more importantly, if you can pull it over probable cause, you can fight that shit. But just, just don't fight them. All right? Uh, white people. I will not say this to white people because this is something we don't talk about. But fuck, white people, man. White people, white people, white people. Tell the world about y'all bullshit that y'all putting each other through. Listen, I've heard many stories about and I've seen many videos of black and brown people being killed and executed by the police, but fuck, you you gotta damn near search to find some of these white videos, man. Even if you're looking up some of these headlines about in Albuquerque or Missouri or in Texas or Florida about this white cop, white cop that shot a white man because he was high off meth or because he tried to run him over, because well, one they ain't trying to shoot him, but two they only promote the ones that aren't being shot. Cause I'll, I'll tell you like this, there is a disproportionate number of black and brown people being attacked by the police, but that's only because a lot of these police forces that get the most funding are in black and brown communities. If you look at some of these white communities, these police forces are going fucking through it. They got Jim Bob and Billy Bob fucking running meth labs and all types of operations underneath their nose, and they ain't got a ten man force, and they wish they had a hundred men. Because what we're not talking about is, you know, well, what we're what we yeah, what we're not talking about is perception. And a lot of times with police forces, is see, it's different for the common citizen. Common citizen, we only see what's in our neighborhood, what we see on the TV, what's influenced by our intaking of education, intellect, and entertainment. But for people that, you know, people that aren't influenced by that, they see what's going on. And what you see right now is a perception idea. Crime happens everywhere. Crime doesn't happen more in the black community or black and brown community than it does in the white community. The only difference is we think crime happens more in the brown community and black community than it does in the white community. And fuck, I'll tell you the truth. It seems like crime happens more in the white community than it does in the black community or brown community. So all I have can say this is perception is a motherfucker. And we got to challenge that shit for ourselves and each other as well. And if not, we're going to need each other to survive this. Right. And, and more importantly, with a lot of these police forces, um, last thing I would say to police forces, try to definitely try to get more engaged with your communities, Um, even if you are white. You have, might have your own racist ideals and things like that. But you ain't got to be a dick, man. Like, listen, these people that you serve in these communities, they don't give a fuck about you, man. They just try to see if you're going to be there to do the job when they need you and not harass them. Outside of that, they don't give a fuck about you, man. You know? So, so we really got to make sure to, like, If you're a police officer and you're not from these communities, engage in a positive way. Understand that if you don't get their engagement, it's okay. They might be a little reluctant to you. study up. And thirdly, you know, just don't kill nobody. (laughs) I think if if we don't kill people, a lot of these conversations go to bed, all right? Now, to all the foreign communities, those that are in America, because one thing I will say is it's a lot of black and brown people, like specifically black and Hispanics, that get harassed by the police, but there's also a lot of people that have immigrant descent that come in this country and, either don't understand the laws or are not familiar with the tone of the police force, but more importantly, you know, sometimes don't understand the laws that the police officers are saying, so definitely just understand the laws, make sure that you're looking everything up, and always know that you have your rights, and if anything, plead the fifth. Simple as that. So, that's all I have for today. Um, I hope that these families that have to deal with these police shootings, everybody pray for them. Um, And not just pray for them, but everybody also. protests, activists, um, make sure that you're talking about these families, keeping in contact, not only just for the week of, but a year later, check in with these families, provide mental health support to these families, because it's one thing for me to see these videos over and over again, and I don't know the victims. But if I saw these videos over and over and over again, and I knew the victims, it might be a little different story. I might have a little bit different tone on this segment as well all right so i'll talk to you guys later this is jay see you guys